Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2035. Intermittent exercise can change your life by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Intermittent Exercise Can Change Your Life by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. When most people are trying to improve their fitness habits, one of the most common obstacles is lack of time. This is completely normal and to be expected. Most of us have jobs, families, and social obligations that prevent us from spending hours at the gym each day. However, this perception that it takes hours a day or that we have to live at the gym to get in shape can only compound the time scarcity problem by making the goal seem insurmountable. After all, even if someone glibly tells you, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, An hour every day may legitimately be too much of a commitment for you and your unique schedule, so it can feel impossible. Instead, I coach clients to reframe exercise so that it takes up less temporal and mental space. Yes, it requires commitment, but not more than what you can give, especially if you're willing to get creative. But before we get to that, let's take a look at the actual exercise requirements for health and for weight loss to get a handle on what's really needed to make improvements. Physical Activity Guidelines First of all, organizations like the American Heart Association and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention hold 150 to 300 total minutes of moderate-intensity exercise per week as the standard for a healthy lifestyle. This could be something as simple as a brisk 30-minute walk every weekday. However, if you're short on time, you can make the most of your minutes by condensing the 150 minutes into 75 minutes of vigorous exercise. This means that instead of going for a walk, maybe you're going for three 25-minute runs per week or something similar. The American Heart Association points out that ideally, you're doing a combination of these two types of exercise, 
moderate, and vigorous, and spreading your minutes throughout the week. Furthermore, the American Heart Association recommends getting in at least two strength training sessions per week and points out that benefits could be increased by aiming for the high end, about 300 minutes a week, instead of the low end, 150 minutes per week. But when it comes to weight loss specifically, we may need to move the needle even further and start with a baseline of 250 minutes per week instead of 150. This is because there's what's called a dose-response relationship between exercise and body weight, as well as other health factors like blood pressure. In plain English, this means that more exercise equals more results. Now, is there a curve of diminishing returns? Of course. But the best evidence we have right now suggests that the curve may be further away than we think, meaning you'd have to spend multiple hours a day, for example, working out. This is beyond what is actually effective. But it's hard to wonder, how much is too much if you're not exercising much at all? So what does this all mean? How did these numbers translate into real-life exercise prescriptions for average people who want to lose weight and get healthier? Well, 250 to 420 minutes could be a 50-minute workout on every weekday or an hour of exercise every day of the week. So to go back to the idea of time scarcity, how do we make these recommendations fit with our overscheduled lives? Here are three ways to break down 250 to 420 minutes into daily goals that are achievable, realistic, and effective. One, use intermittent exercise. First of all, practice intermittent exercise. In other words, split up a 50-minute workout into several small blocks throughout the day. For example, a fast 15-minute workout in the morning, a brisk 10-minute walk at lunch, and then a 25-minute walk or jog or bike in the evening. If you did this every day, Monday through Friday, you would accumulate 250 minutes with no problem. If you wanted to aim for an hour every single day, you could increase your times a little by doing a 20-minute morning workout, a 10-minute midday walk, and a 30-minute evening activity like walking or biking. You can split it up however you want, but the idea is to not pressure yourself into spending a full 60 minutes at the gym every time you go, if that's not working for you especially. This can be incredibly effective because of the mental load that lifestyle changes can exert on us. By making exercise shorter and more fun, it reduces the feeling of sacrifice and makes it more likely that we'll continue and not sabotage ourselves with spurious quote-unquote rewards like food. Two, lower your overall intensity. Many people recoil at the idea of 420 minutes of exercise per week because frankly, it sounds like too much. An hour of exercise a day has the possibility of being completely exhausting, right? No, not if you turn down the dial a little and condense your vigorous workouts into just a few sessions a week. The rest of the time, your exercise and activity can be low intensity or moderate, meaning activities like walking, biking, hiking, or gardening. I call this informal exercise, the kind of exercise you could do even if you were wearing normal clothes. You'd be surprised that by increasing your physical activity to an hour a day, but keeping it relatively moderate most of the time, will lead to more energy instead of less. And three, keep your vigorous workouts short. Finally, because vigorous exercise and strength training play important roles in weight management, they can't be neglected. This kind of training is what I call formal exercise 
the kind of exercise for which workout gear is pretty much compulsory. I highly recommend following a weekly schedule for these vigorous workouts so that they don't get lost in the busyness of the week. It's so easy for these sessions to get neglected and pile up with guilt and shoulds, but I think this is largely because of the mental pressure that we put on ourselves to commit an hour every day. Instead, just start with 25 minutes, three days a week. Do the natural rhythm of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the same time each time, ideally as quickly as you can get them out of the way each day, and watch the magic happen as your hard work and exercise minutes accumulate over time. But is intermittent exercise as effective as continuous exercise? The short answer is no. But to be frank, it's about 1,000% more effective than not exercising at all, which is realistically the alternative for most busy people. Because let's be honest, for most people hearing this, the choice isn't between 60-minute workouts and intermittent workouts. It's between not exercising and exercising at all. And if you're going from not exercising consistently to accumulating 420 minutes of intermittent exercise per week, it will be a game changer for your health, fitness, and body weight, especially when coupled with appropriate nutrition strategies for your goals. After all, intermittent exercise is largely how I stay in shape as a personal trainer. Because of my client sessions and the demands of running a business, I don't typically have more than 30 minutes at a time to formally exercise. I go to the gym every morning for about 20 minutes for my vigorous exercise, and then the rest of the day is split up with walk breaks and occasionally filming quick exercise demos for my YouTube channel. The nice thing about a plan like this is that it is simultaneously realistic about the sheer amount of exercise that it actually takes to lose weight or otherwise improve your health, but it's also realistic about your schedule and more flexible to fit your needs. For example, during busy times, remember that you can always fall back to the 150-minute standard of health, even if you can't hit the 250-minute recommendation for weight loss. For me personally, this means that I take a 30-minute walk every day no matter what, even if I can't make it to the gym. What do you think about intermittent exercise? How could it fit into your schedule? How could it improve your fitness while making your life easier? You just listened to the post titled Intermittent Exercise Can Change Your Life by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Intermittent exercise is so widely accepted now, but if you can believe it, 
When I was in school and working on getting my exercise physiology certification, we hardly ever talked about the importance of incorporating intermittent vigorous intensity exercises. In fact, we were often taught that this form of exercise may be dangerous for most people. And really, it should only be used for those that were already healthy and in good shape. Well, it turns out, now that more research has come about, this is likely not the case. Thank goodness. So that means for many people, vigorous intensity intermittent exercises is likely safe. But it's always recommended that you discuss your health history with your healthcare provider before starting any exercise program, regardless of intensity. All right, that'll do it for today. Don't forget, I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A. So stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.